This is Kartini Story Readings. And now it's back to A Book of Mermaids by Ruth Manning Sanders with drawings by Robin Schock. This story is from Germany. The comb, the flute, and the spinning wheel. Once upon a time there was a merchant who traded overseas. For a time he prospered, but then things went wrong with him. His ships foundered, his clients cheated him, and he became very poor. He didn't know what to do. He felt desperate. He lay awake all night, and by day, he wandered about tearing his hair like a man gone crazed. One day, he was walking up and down by a creek of the sea, moaning and wondering whether the best thing for him to do wouldn't be to jump in and drown himself, when a mermaid spoke to him out of a wave. Merchant, merchant, said she. Why do you go about tearing your hair and wailing? All my waves are crying out because of your misery. I am ruined, I am ruined, cried he, and he told her all that had happened. Said the mermaid, if you will give me just one little thing that I lack, I will make you richer and more prosperous than you have ever been. I will give you anything, said the merchant. The youngest thing in your house, that is all I lack, said the mermaid. The merchant remembered that in his house was a greyhound bitch with a litter of puppies, not more than three days old. The mermaid could have the latest born of these puppies and welcome. So he gave her his promise. She sank down under the wave again, and the merchant went home full of joy. But when he came to the gate of his house, a servant ran out to greet him with the news that his wife had just given birth to a baby boy. Then the merchant tore his hair again and rushed to his wife to tell her of his terrible promise, but she comforted him and said, We will never let our little son go near the sea, and then the mermaid cannot take him. The mermaid kept her part of the bargain. Ships that the merchant believed to have foundered came home laden with gold. Those men who had cheated him repented and paid him what they owed. He became rich once more richer than he had ever been. Everything prospered with him, and as the years passed and nothing more was seen of the mermaid, he lost his dread of the promise he had made. The baby, whom they named Stefan, grew up into a handsome lad, and since the shore was forbidden him, he took to hunting in the woods, and by and by, the king of the country, seeing how bold and skillful Stefan was, took him into service as his chief huntsman. And so greatly did Stefan please that, by and by, the king gave him his only daughter in marriage. Stefan and his princess lived happily together. But one day, when Stefan was hunting in the forest, a hare sprang up at his feet and doubled away out of the woods into the open fields. Stefan followed the hare, and it gave him a chase, till at last there it was, bounding away from him onto the seashore and then it vanished. Stefan looked about him in bewilderment. Not a trace of that hair could he see, and being hot and weary, he stooped to lave his hands and face in the tranquil water. But no sooner had he touched the water than a great wave towered up and came washing in to shore. In the wave was the mermaid, and she seized Stefan in wet arms and dragged him down with her under the sea. When Stefan did not come home that night, the princess grew very anxious, and as soon as dawn broke, she sent out servants to search for him. 
They searched high and low, but they didn't find him. Only when they had searched woods and fields and at last came to the seashore, they saw his game bag drifting in the shallow water. And drawing it out of the water, they took it back and showed it to the princess. Then the princess guessed what had happened and herself ran to the seashore. Crying bitterly, she walked up and down on the edge of the sea, calling and calling, but no one answered her. So at last, quite worn out, she lay down on the sand and fell asleep. And in her sleep she dreamed that she was walking through a flowery meadow and came to a hut. And in the hut she found an old woman who promised to get Stefan back for her. I will find that old woman, she said to herself when she woke up. So she set out to look for the flowery meadow, and many a weary day she wandered without finding it. But at last, just when she was in despair and thinking of turning home again, there was the flowery meadow right in front of her, with the little hut at the far end of it. She ran across the meadow and knocked at the door of the hut. An old, old voice bade her come in, and when she went in, there, sure enough, was the old woman, spinning by the fire. Welcome, my princess, said the good old fairy, for that's what she was. I know why you have come. It was I who sent you the dream. Yes, yes, we must get Stefan back for you. Then the old fairy gave the princess a golden comb and told her that on the night of the next full moon, she must go down to the seashore, comb her hair with the golden comb, and then lay the comb down on the edge of the water. The mermaid has lost her own comb, said the fairy, and she will come for yours. It may be that she will bring Stefan with her. If she does, you must seize him and drag him out of the waves. Oh, I don't promise that you will succeed. There is such a thing as try, try, try again, you know, but you will get him back in the end. The princess thanked the old fairy, took the golden comb, and went home. The night of the full moon seemed a long time in coming, but it came at last, and the princess went down to the seashore and combed her hair with the golden comb. And when she had finished combing her hair, she laid the comb down on the edge of the moonlit water and waited. Soon she heard a rushing and a roaring. A mighty wave rushed in and swept the comb away, and in that wave the princess plainly saw the face of Stefan gazing sorrowfully at her. Stefan, Stefan, cried the princess, and she ran into the sea to take him in her arms. But the wave fell back, the face of Stefan vanished. On the sea was nothing but calm glittering water, and on the shore only a poor little princess weeping bitter tears. She wept and wept, she wandered and wept, not caring where she went, until at last she was so weary that she lay down and fell asleep. And in her sleep she dreamed the same dream of the flowery meadow, and the hut, and the old woman who promised to get Stefan back for her. So once more she set out to find the flowery meadow, and in the end she found it, and went into the hut and told the old fairy of her bitter grief. This time the old fairy gave her a golden flute, and told her to go down to the shore on the night of the next full moon, play on the golden flute, and then lay it down on the edge of the water. So the princess took the flute and went home and waited till the moon was full again, and a weary time that waiting seemed to her. But at last the night of the full moon came, and with it came a wind and clouds that raced over the face of the moon, and the wind flung the sea about into thousands of leaping and sparkling waves. 
the princess stood by the sea and played on the golden flute, and the tune that she played was loud and clear and full of longing. Then she put the flute down on the edge of the waves. Soon she heard a rushing and a roaring. The leaping waves gathered themselves into one huge wave, and the huge wave came swiftly in and swept the flute away. And in the wave the princess plainly saw the head of Stefan. The head rose up higher and higher till Stefan was half above the water, and the princess rushed into the sea to clasp him in her arms. But the huge wave rolled her over and blinded her with spray, and when it drew back, it swept Stefan away with it. There she was now, standing alone on the shore, under the moon and the hurrying clouds by the leaping and sparkling water. Again she wandered until she was utterly weary. Again she lay down and slept. Again she dreamed of the flowery meadow and the hut and the old fairy who promised to get Stefan back for her. Again she found the old fairy and besought her help. The old fairy gave her a golden spinning wheel and told her to go down to the shore on the night of the next full moon and spin, and then to leave the spinning wheel on the edge of the water. So the princess went home with the spinning wheel and waited. And when the night of the full moon came, the wind howled, and black storm clouds toppled across the sky, with the moon brightening and vanishing and brightening again among them. The princess staggered with the golden spinning wheel down to the shore, and there she sat and span, whilst the spinning wheel rocked in the wind and the sea roared, and the great waves pounded on the beach. But still the princess sat and span, and when her head was and when her thread was finished, she laid the spinning wheel down on the edge of the breakers and waited. Then all the breakers gathered themselves onto one huge wave, and in that wave the princess saw Stefan holding out his arms to her. In under the curling and foaming crest of that wave she rushed and caught Stefan by the hands. The wave roared and beat upon her, but still she held tight to Stefan's hands. The wave lifted her off her feet and flung her here and there, but still she held tight. The wave whirled her high into the air, but still she held tight. And then with a mighty roar the wave broke upon the beach and washed away the spinning wheel, and when it ran back, there were Stefan and the princess standing on the shore, clasped in each other's arms. But only for a moment. There came a voice from far out over the water, a mocking voice that cried out, If I cannot keep him, neither shall you. And another huge wave came racing in and drew them out and tore them apart and left them struggling in the water. Stefan, Stefan, my princess, my princess, they called wildly to each other. But neither could reach the other and neither could reach the shore. And the waves drew them under and beat the breath out of them. Then in her despair the princess thought of the good old fairy and cried on her to help them. And the good old fairy heard, and in a moment Stefan was changed into a gleaming mackerel and the princess into a silver herring. There they were now, swimming safely under the waves, but not together, nor could they find each other. The sea bore them farther and farther apart and tossed them up on land at last in a strange country. As soon as the mackerel touched the shore, it turned into Stefan again. As soon as the herring touched the shore, it turned into the princess. 
but a great stretch of farmland and pasture land and woodland lay between them. To earn a livelihood, Stefan in his part of the country became a shepherd, and the princess in her part of the country became a shepherdess. And so for many years, they herded their flocks in solitude and sadness. And after many years, the shepherd, herding his flocks to fresher pastures, came to that part of the country where the shepherdess was living. And they met and became friends, but they did not recognize each other. But one evening, when the moon was full and they were watching their flocks together, the shepherd took up his pipe and began to play. The tune he played was loud and clear and full of longing. It made the shepherdess think of the night when she had sat on the shore and played on the golden flute. And she burst into tears. Why do you weep? said the shepherd. I weep because my memories are sad, she answered. Tell me your memories, said the shepherd. At first she would not, but at last she did. And in the telling of that tale, they knew each other again. You are my princess, cried Stefan. And you are my Stefan, cried she. So they sold their flocks and took ship and returned joyfully to their own country. The king had been mourning for the loss of his daughter. The merchant and his wife had been mourning for the loss of their son. Now they all rejoiced and made merry together. The mermaid never troubled them again. She knew herself beaten. And so they all lived in peace and happiness ever after.